Throughout the years, we've had a resurgence for the prequel trilogy, and that love has been expanded in things like Obi-Wan. But we have some details on a new actor that is interested in reprising their role, and maybe some teases on a second season of Book of Boba Fett. We have some theories. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Starting off, Book of Boba Fett. While it wasn't necessarily our favorite show, we have come to appreciate it in a, in a number of ways. Mm -hmm. Talking to Eckhart's Ladder and Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained has definitely made me more appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It's definitely due for rewatch for me. Yeah, I think it's about time. Mm -hmm. uh, I have started a rewatch of The Mandalorian, but I, I think we should both get in on that yeah i watched the first episode of actually first two or three episodes of season one of mandalorian my goodness that show holds up so well mm. now yeah oh my gosh like it's a it, it's understandable why the show got so big from that first season i really liked the beginning of boba fett mm -hmm. yeah the sand people uh -huh, thing that was pretty fun thing it just it didn't feel and that's why i need to rewatch it it hadn't felt like it, it didn't really come together yeah. in my opinion but i do want to rewatch it just mm -hmm. to just to see if I still have those same feelings and kind of use what we've learned from other people and like oh no there is oh, yeah. more appreciation for this yeah uh, Book of Boba Fett definitely tried to do too much all at once yeah. and I think that's where it ultimately failed it, it tried to be a Boba Fett show it tried to be an extension of the Mandalorian mm -hmm. it tried to showcase Boba Fett getting out of the pit what he did after the fact set up some new ways that Tatooine takes place and like expand on that like it did way too much for its own good and I think that's where it really floundered even Tamora Morrison hopped on Instagram I think a month or two ago and completely roasted the show. Wow. He's like, yeah, and then you got this Mandalorian guy that shows up and took over my show. I think that's about what he said. And it's, it's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> Even Boba Fett himself was like, yeah, it's uh, it's not quite what I was expecting mm -hmm. when we came into the show originally. I, I think that's, I, I think it's a fair criticism. I think they tried to do way too much and not really capitalize on Boba Fett's part. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about like what a season two could look like. We've been yeah. having a lot of bits and pieces come out. Like Robert Rodriguez has said that he's not opposed to coming back and doing more Star Wars stuff. I think honestly though, he was the weakest part in terms of like what episodes he directed was always the mm. weirdest and slowest of them. Mm. Which is weird because in Mando season two, his episode or episodes were rocking with mm. Boba Fett. I definitely feel like there's room for a season two. I definitely think we need to see Boba in this, in his role as Kingpin over this huge trading route and whatnot. Yeah, because we didn't get that in the first season. Mm -mm. And we got a lot of of potential mm -hmm. and apparently imminent bad guys coming after him, yeah. which felt very much like, whoa, where do these guys come from? <laughs> Why are the there. pipes here? Or like, what the crap? <laughs> but I think it can we could definitely see more of that fleshed out and mm -hmm. see it give it give us another shot at Boba Fett being the epic guy that we've seen him in Mandalorian and oh, yeah. in the past. So I, I think that's where Boba Fett as a character really has his strength it's less so on his individual personality because we didn't get any of that and the original trilogy we just heard him say as you wish i think like he only said maybe like five phrases mm -hmm. in the entire original yeah. trilogy yeah which is great i mean heck yeah 
I yeah. love that. Uh-huh. I love a mysterious character. That's why we're all interested. That's why mm-hmm. we all want to hear this guy's story. Yeah. And then he he was honestly like, we went and rewatched the Star Wars holiday special. Mm-hmm. And seeing him in that, that was Dang. actually pretty cool. Yeah. He's Animation epic. looked like it looked weird but like the whole story was pretty sweet how he Mm -hmm. was talking with darth vader how he was like perceived as this good guy like utilizing very different aspects of what we see and haven't really seen since of boba fett's character Mm -hmm. and i think they could really tie in because boba fett's this interesting character because we see jango fett in the prequel trilogy Mm -hmm. and we see young boba fett Mm -hmm. And then in the Clone Wars, we see a lot more of Boba Fett's like younger days and his training, training with the Clone Corps, cha- uh, training with the Bounty Hunters mm-hmm. and Cad Bane. And I think they, they tried the Cad Bane Boba Fett thing a little too early in that story mm-hmm. because it came out of nowhere. And I have friends who didn't watch Clone Wars and they were like, what's, like, what's up with dude? this dude? like didn't care at all like like yeah well that was kind of anticlimactic they just shot each other not realizing the breadth of the story and i think that's where boba fett really it lost a lot of fans Mm -hmm. it was a strange combination of slow storytelling but yet not enough information Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like they took their time but Mm -hmm. they took their took their time with the wrong things Mm -hmm. instead of like boba spent most of his time in the back to tank yes yes boba fett's personality pretty much consisted of back to tank but i because like that's why i was saying i really liked the beginning because we did feel like we got this gradual progression of Mm -hmm. like his connection to tatooine and all that so then jumping into all with all these characters and different stuff it's like now we're not like the pacing was so mm, mm-hmm. not it wasn't there with yeah. the end the end just kind of it just came out of nowhere yeah just spewed like, a bunch of things at us and we're like oh my gosh this could mean a lot but it didn't feel like it because mm-hmm. we had had so much time at the beginning and then i don't know i don't know yeah there's a lot of different pieces that they could play around with mm-hmm. in boba fett and i think that's where uh a season two is so exciting for me in particular like both of us mm-hmm. really but uh where i really think it could really where i think it could bring something very unique is the fact that they already did all of that setup and now it's what we c- we kind of expected season one to be where mm-hmm. we get into how boba fett is going to rule tatooine and mm-hmm. this specific outpost how he's going to deal with the huts how he's going to deal with these different spice trading routes how he's going to deal with the sand people how he's going to deal with the other people that are uh, reliant and also expected things to be run differently like let's get into that side of things mm-hmm. not so much the side tangents with the pikes not so much the side tangents with mandalorian not so much with the side tangents of the the flashbacks like get into the weeds of what boba fett is and finnick shand and how mm-hmm. all of these things are going to come together I think that's where it's exciting. I think that's it's indicative of kind of like a theme with Star Wars right now because Obi-Wan did the same thing of like it went way too long in the wrong ways to set up the story that we honestly didn't want to see told. And then it yeah. set it up and like, man, a season two would be cool. Season one was I, I personally hated Obi-Wan the show. I did not like it, but I could see where season two could be really exciting. Mm, mm-hmm. They failed with the same thing of like, okay, we have to deal with, we, we have to put Darth Vader in there for some reason. Cause that's where all the marketing is around, yeah. even though he shouldn't be in there. It was this mishmash. And I think that that's where 
a season two with Book of Boba Fett could really have its strength. Mm-hmm. This could be like the spotlight mm-hmm. one. I really feel like they didn't even touch. I mean, I'm sure they did, but they didn't really get into Boba Fett or Fennec Shand on mm-hmm. their like very unconventional yeah. morality. You know, like uh-huh. the, just having that really gray character. I feel like could be really cool to see, especially in a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, and Fennec in Shand this, was awesome. Yeah, in this like super seedy mm-hmm. <laughs> backwards town i mean yeah. like we got we gotta we want to see it that's all we want to yeah. see come on and they go even deeper into that western mm-hmm. aesthetic i think would be cool because they had bits and pieces of it they had the shootout with cad bane and hey bring cad bane back do it obviously there's the weirdness of like okay no one's actually dead in star wars blah 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 but we saw things beeping like we all have an idea that he was probably not dead bring it back and then set that up as like the big Big bad. But set it up. Don't just have him come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. And obviously we're going to see... I mean, they didn't save Cobb. They didn't save him for nothing. Come on. Yeah. There's so, got to be something. Yeah, like, so where's, gotta, where's my boy Cobb Van? He's got to be like the mayor or like the... Yeah, sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff or something of the town. Like, yeah. we've got to see more of that. Mm-hmm. So... Do it, do it for the fans. Yeah. I mean, we know he survived. So. Yeah, exactly. He was in the he was in the back. <laughs> yeah, they can't have done that and not thought. Well, yeah. just in case there's another season, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, come on. I think it would be awesome. <laughs> It'd be awesome to see Boba and Cobb Vanth and Finnick Shand and those different dynamics as they kind of bring more law and order to this very backwards, very um, hazy morality town, mm-hmm. and then get into the details of like what Boba Fett motivations are of like he is someone who was born and bred to fight and has only known that what does it look like for him to actually challenge that belief and move forward mm-hmm. in these ways make a bunch of buddies and we've seen with andor that having a story all about like the interworkings and mm-hmm. po- politics and stuff like yes. that we are here for it like sign me up yes mm-hmm. it's it works and that's i throw a little western flair on it yeah. heck yeah <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> i think it'd be freaking awesome we mentioned it in the beginning obviously but fan favorite characters the prequel trilogy has definitely come into its own when it comes to star wars fans and becoming more appreciated fans that watched the prequel trilogy when they were young, are now growing up. And they are wanting that nostalgia, but also to bring back that era because there's so many different bits and pieces that that era did so well. Just the rise of the Jedi, the fall of the Jedi, mm-hmm. seeing just so many, like this this light of like this time of excess, but also the struggles with the politics and all that stuff. And like you said, Andor is the perfect kind of way that you can look at. Yeah, you can do politics in Star Wars mm-hmm. and people aren't bored about it. Yeah. And I think that's where things could really bring in more light and more fun things. And I think there's a there's a spotlight for that. Mm-hmm. On that note, though, we obviously we had um, Ahmed Best come back in Mandalorian season mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. and had his own Jedi role. Um, him obviously playing Jar Jar Binks in the prequel trilogy. So he had this big return to the screen moment. Ewan McGregor coming back to reprise the role of Obi-Wan. Everyone really liked that. Then you have uh, Hayden Christensen coming back and really finding the love as a community that he Mm -hmm. didn't have when the prequels came out. It's true. We are seeing 
so much of this like this turnaround from the mm-hmm. uh, from the audience of being like oh my gosh like it's so it's so crazy how that is how yeah. people like detested these characters uh-huh. and the actors yeah the actors and stuff like they gave them such a bad rap especially for the prequels but now we're like bring them back we love you all uh-huh. like it's, it, yeah. <laughs> it's like poetry it rhymes again it's like poetry so if they rhyme Eventually, we're going to get to the point with the sequel trilogy of that, too. Kids growing mm-hmm. up that watched the sequel trilogy and got introduced to Star Wars will eventually get to that point. And I think it's that's how kind of fandoms work. You have the nostalgia. You have, like, the rise and fall. And I, I think it's going to be an interesting time as we look forward. But going back to the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. we have another actor that is interested or would be down to return to reprise their role and that's natalie portman in an interview she said that she hasn't been reached out or anything but we'd be open to return to the prequels she also went on a interview streak i think a couple weeks ago maybe a month or two and said that uh, obviously it was a career making moment for her mm-hmm. but looking back at those movies it's pretty cringy oh sure so you, you have like she knows what she's about mm-hmm. but i i think I want to really have this discussion because I think two, like one, Padme's super fun as a character. Oh man, she was my my character. Yeah, back mm-hmm. in the day. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're a big Natalie Portman stan mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we were at Star Wars Celebration, we went to the costumes of Padme uh, panel where a lot of uh, four cosplayers got on stage to talk about the process of cosplaying as Padme and the breadth of cosplays available which ones are the easiest to start and that was awesome to watch my brother and i went to a art exhibit and it was the costumes of star wars and probably maybe about 40 percent of the costumes there were padme's and then another 30 percent were palpatines and the rest was (laughs) the rest of things (laughs) wow my gosh that's fantastic i need to go yeah Next time it goes, we, we should definitely do that. But what does this mean for Star Wars and kind of what would we like to see from Padme returning to the series? Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna lean on you here. What would you like to see when it comes to Padme? It's kind of hard because we know how she dies and it, she dies pretty early. So yeah. I feel like the only way we're going to see her is in flashbacks. You think so? I don't know. Well, we've got the book series. You've read those. Mm-hmm. And it dives a lot into kind of the early days and the middle. Like I, I feel like there's a lot in between episodes two and three that we could get into. Oh, for sure. There is a whole, One political, a whole political breadth that we have not seen for Padme. Mm-hmm. Um, also... Especially in the Clone Wars, we see her go and do very diplomatic things on a lot of different planets. Yes. So I feel like there is definitely room mm-hmm. to see her, see her and Anakin, see them both kind of, yeah, see more of their relationship, honestly. Because like the only mm-hmm. times we saw them, it was all like, oh, we're doing great. You know, like there's got to be some conflict here. Come oh, on. Obi-Wan stopped by and said hello. Yeah. What? Obi-Wan stopped by? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much all we've seen is Anakin just freak out. Yeah. So I'm on book two of the second trilogy of Thrawn. So Thrawn Alliances. Not the original mm-hmm. trilogy, but the like the reboot canon one. Mm-hmm. And that book gets a lot into the relationship of Padme and Anakin. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of that is like Thrawn and Darth Vader are working together. And you get flashbacks of young Anakin and Thrawn. 
in the Clone Wars era. Younger, not quite, like not baby Anakin. <laughs> not baby Anakin, of course. Yeah, it's it's when Padme and Anakin, I believe, had already been married. Mm-hmm. So it's after yeah. after that, and Padme has went has gone on a mission with one of her handmaidens and gets lost, and Anakin is trying to like search for her, and she's doing all the like boom. Oh yeah, I'm Padme. I don't need help. She's kind no of power. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I think there's definitely stuff that can be brought into the fray. There, we have mm-hmm. examples of it in the book series for sure. For sure, in the books, uh, the trilogy of the Padme, Padme and the Handmaidens, yeah, one, the, the oh, Padme trilogy, the Queen trilogy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's what it's called. They really do get into like different, really interesting things. It really actually like maybe relive all the good. Uh, <laughs> Amidala days and whatnot anyway. So I feel like there's a lot there, even just relationships with handmaidens and mm-hmm. um, again, getting into the political side of her her job. I mean, just yeah. what she was she doing. She's a senator. Mm-hmm. And we get bits and pieces of that through the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another opportunity that they could play around with and really get into some of the big moments in the, the Clone Wars and what that means for Padme and Padme's perspective. We get Ahsoka's, we get Anakin's, we get uh, Obi-Wan's perspective. We get a little bit of Padme, but we don't necessarily have her as the focus. And I think it's the perfect opportunity going to Star Wars Celebration and seeing Padme cosplay all the way from little girls with like, I think they're five or so, <laughs> all the way up to adults cosplaying as Padme. Like she as a character has so much love for her. And I think there's a perfect opportunity to have this another round of representation and to get past the um, the bad blood around her death in The Revenge of the Sith hmm. and her dying from sadness. Fair. Fair. So I think there's an opportunity to really retake her character and bring her into this new focus around Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be awesome to see the Handmaid's Tale, but the Handmaidens, like the Handmaid's oh Tale. Oh my, no, 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 no. No, we're not doing Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> not in Star Wars, please, no. Ah! So much trauma from that book. You know anyway, what I mean, though? Like yeah. a focus, like mm-hmm. it could be around Padme and seeing like maybe we focus on the double that she uses and you have the younger interaction or just follow Padme through the years and these key moments I think would be really fun or just like on a single mission mm-hmm. so that's something we get in the book series we get in the comics mm-hmm. we get in the, like the video games we have these moments it doesn't necessarily have to be this big big well to do around a galaxy changing moment mm-hmm. we can totally see Padme on this one mission to this one planet and have that fill the gaps and have that retell Padme's story so do you see this more as like a one-off episode somewhere or is I, this I think like... it could be like an anthology where you get like moments but they they kind of um connect to each other but they don't necessarily have to i'd love to see like a limited series not like Mm obi-wan where it's only six episodes i think minimum it has to be eight so you get the full breadth of that story it it definitely seems like six is too short Mm -hmm. or if you do six like have each individual episode be like an hour and 20 minutes like we haven't seen anything in star wars around that front so I think that could be interesting to see. I just honestly want to see more of Padme in Star Wars doing Padme things <laughs> instead of like supporting yeah. Anakin or yeah. supporting Obi-Wan yeah. or supporting the Senate. Like I want to see what 
her focuses in the galaxy like we get to see Mm -hmm. Leia do Mm -hmm. and we get to see those big moments and what does it look like for Padme to take charge in the Star Wars universe Mm -hmm. now yeah and I feel like the only time that we really got to see her take charge was I mean obviously she was queen yes how old was she like 14 14 or so but really I feel like the only time we see her like usurp (laughs) <laughs> the powers that be or whatever um, is when in the Clone Wars when she, they are on Geonosis and she's like well I'm not I'm going after Obi-Wan not min, min. Uh-huh. so I really feel like there's a lot that needs to be represented a little better yeah. for her because she is a so, such a strong character mm-hmm. um, ah, yeah and she just she's been kind of portrayed as petulant yeah and we need to see her as more like girl boss what what would that look like for you like what would you want to see in a padme series i feel like there's a lot of good moments in the books and things like what you were saying mm-hmm. with thrawn and just it's it's hard that's a really hard spot because usually she's always overshadowed by anakin yeah coming in even in thrawn yeah she's not the focus Mm -hmm. she's the like motivator for thrawn Mm -hmm. and anakin to work together right so she's in a really hard spot it could honestly be like a coming of age story with young padme like Mm -hmm. going into the queendom like, what, is, what does that process look like? It could be something... We're going to see another young Star Wars-led series when it look when we look at something like Skeleton Crew. Mm-hmm. What does, like, a pad, young Padme look like? Mm-hmm. We saw young Leia in Obi-Wan, and she was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, the best part of that show was yeah. young Leia. What does that look like to see her struggle with the emotions of becoming a queen at such a young age, leading the entire planet of Naboo? Mm-hmm. That could be an interesting time period. And then we don't have to worry about Anakin taking over the spotlight. Right. Because if Anakin's in there, everyone's going to want to focus on Anakin because, mm-hmm. well, Padme has a big following. He's the chosen one. He's the chosen one. <laughs> He's the one that like brings the balance to the force or whatever like that's his focus and every he's going to be in a story it's like darth vader it's the darth vader problem in star wars anytime mm-hmm. that darth vader's there he takes over the entire show movie whatever look at obi-wan i think rogue one is honestly the best version of that where he's there in the background he's not necessarily like moving the story forward but it seems like he's going to be there and he's going to take that spotlight at least for a moment or the entire show like obi-wan was yeah it's a good point Ugh, man. But I want to see it. I want to be able to see Padme mm-hmm. shine even yeah. with Anakin there. Like, yeah, I exactly. Just, mm. But I think we need to set up Padme first mm. so we can have that payoff where we yeah. understand her character instead of like, oh, she's just the whiny princess that they make fun of all the dresses that she has in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And it's the senator that they have to save and protect in attack of the clones right and it's the pregnant anakin that they have to oh okay we can't handle you right now because you're really emotional right now right like Mm -hmm. we have examples in each of the prequel movies of her getting like belittled by the Mm -hmm. story of her being a woman and just them putting her down and this like Mm -hmm. oh oof yeah it's rough yeah But as we see in mostly the books, I think the books is where they handle it the best of her character. We see the strength of her character Mm -hmm. and we see how something very awesome could be had with her character. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be a Padme thing. 
instead of just Anakin and also there's Padme there. Yeah, side piece Padme. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I want to know your thoughts and expectations. What does it look like for Padme to come back into the fray? Would it be as much of a focus as a series or would it be something like a cameo? Let us know in the comments and I, I would love to hear that discussion and see what you have to say on that. But hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. We greatly appreciate all your support. You can find us on all the places. Leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Head over to iTunes on basically any platform, even on uh, Windows PC and or the Apple Podcast app. It greatly helps us out a ton, and we'd love to hear that feedback. As always, thanks for watching, and hey, may the Force be with you. <laughs>